avenuepodcast.net. Hello, all my beautiful people. It's time for something different when it comes to If You Give a Data Podcast. And today I think we're going to have a great episode. I get to talk to a friend of mine who I uh, have a lot in common with. And I'm very excited to have him on. And we just kind of nerd out and talk about comic books. And we talk about TV shows and all kinds of stuff. We go all the way from Buffy to Power Rangers. And even talk about My Hero Academia on this episode. So... There's some really cool stuff on here. I actually name dropped somebody who I am going to have on the show in July. So all of my anime fans, be sure to tune in to this episode and listen all the way through so you can hear who I'm going to be having on. Like I said, I'm really excited for you guys to hear this episode with Cosplayer Dude uh, 637 And for those of you who are here just to listen to this episode, welcome. I hope that you enjoy what you hear, and I hope that you stick around and listen to some of the other great episodes I have here as well. So, if you guys are as excited as I am, then let's get this show on the road. If you give a dad a podcast. Hey dad. So where did you actually train at? I made a really good career out of being able to bump, sell, and I had a punch me face. I wasn't about to call you dad, so... (laughs) Seriously? I felt like I was in an anime or something. People get really mad at those videos. For some reason, like, it triggers certain people. Yeah. Wow. I was actually lost as an independent. And I was taken in by a traveling group of independent wrestlers. (laughs) I love it. I'm excited for this stuff. Bro. Get punched in the face on the daily. Do you always do these interviews with your shirt off? (laughs) What? Man, this guy won't shut up. All right, everybody. So uh, today I have somebody with me that uh, I'm really, really excited about this. This is going to be a different episode than what you're used to here. Most of the time I'm doing interviews with all kinds of different people in the world of wrestling and anime and things like that. Well, this is a guy who has multiple podcasts of his own. Uh, I've kind of gotten to know him over the last few weeks and everything like that. And uh, we get along really well. And I wanted to bring him on to kind of just have a chat, you know, just kind of talk and talk all things geeky and everything like that. Because, you know, I love doing that. Um, He has a podcast called Storytime with Cosplay Dude 637, uh, Power Rangers Universe 19, and Sailor Moon E. He also has a YouTube channel where they do uh, different stories and things like that. I heard uh, one that I really like, and it's about He-Man, and uh, I can't wait to hear more of that. And that is Cosplay Dude 637 is on the show with me today. Man, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Um, I got tomorrow off, so I'm like like super stoked. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime you get a day off, it's always good. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I actually have a half day tomorrow, and then I'm off on Thursday. So I, I totally get it. I'm stoked and ready yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah but now it's time i get all the podcasts and stories caught up so it's like right well, it's a day off but <laughs> <laughs> i know in the past whenever i've done this i there have been days where i just call this is a podcast day and all i do i record there's one day i recorded three interviews in one day and i just spaced them out throughout the day that way i could eat and do other things that i need to do um but yeah i mean I love doing this. So it's, it's a lot of fun. I don't really consider it work unless I'm editing. That's the one thing I don't like is to edit. So (laughs) 
<laughs> I'll agree with you there because it's like, you know, when I record my stories, because similar to like you, I take a day and I just record mm-hmm. my stories for like that week. Right. Um, and but yeah, the editing is just like so taxing. <laughs> And I don't like my own voice, so it's like I have to listen to it. So (laughs) I sit there, my wife laughs at me because I make fun of myself as I'm editing my voice. You know, I just either crack smart comments about it or, you know, do something really over the top because I hate the way I said something, you know, and so I'll sit there and just I'll just roast myself. (laughs) That's the joys of being a nerd. We can we can yell at ourselves. We're exactly it's it's part of the culture. (laughs) So joining this group that we're part of and everything, it's actually a discord group. Um, and it was another guy in there invited me to it. And as soon as I heard what it was, I was like, I have to be a part of this because it's called uh, uh, Zio to hero. And uh, it's actually a podcast as well. I've started listening to it. It's a lot of fun. I actually do plan on getting those guys on here as well. Um, but in the name, I saw Zio, uh, which brings me to, one of my favorite things that I wanted to talk to you about, and it's one of the first things that I heard of yours, and that's the Power Rangers Universe 19. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing you're probably, I think you're right around the same age as me. And uh, so you probably grew up with Power Rangers the same as I did. Yeah, I did. Well, the funny thing, and I, and I tell people this all the time, I actually started off hating Power Rangers because I'm a Voltron fan. Really? And I thought okay. they ripped off Voltron. <laughs> So the first time I ever saw a commercial for Power Rangers, I'm like, did they just rip off Voltron? I'm so mad. <laughs> you know, that's not the first time I've heard that either. <laughs> and then I finally sat down and watched an episode. I'm like, oh, okay, this is nothing like Voltron. <laughs> <laughs> well, for me, it was, I was at my grandma's house and, you know, I, I didn't really know what channel to turn it on. And so she had a very old TV and it had a knob on it. And so I'm sitting there just flipping the knob and all of a sudden these really cool people in these bright outfits show up on my TV in front of me. And I'm like, well, what is this? And I left it there. And the next thing I know I'm hooked. And then I go to school and I start talking to my friends about it. And they're like, yeah, that's power Rangers. And so, you know, it just went from there and, Man, it's been one of the big things in my life for many, many years in many different ways. You know, I, I do the comic books now. Um, I do love the comics. Oh, I yeah. Where the comics are going, man. I, I actually told a story about the comics last week because I actually I hadn't read them until recently. Um, Same. And so the Shattered Grid, uh, I'm sure that's probably one of the more popular comic book series for Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. I bought one at flea market. Like I said, I told this last week. So for those of you who listened last week, you're going to hear a story that I already told. I'm going to tell it again. <laughs> My podcast, do what I want. So, <laughs> um, that's right. Yeah. So I bought these comic books from a flea market and brought it home. Was reading it, and uh, so it was November 9th is when I bought these, and I brought them home, started reading them, and the one that I was reading ended up being the one where they went to Tommy Oliver's funeral. Sorry, spoiler alert in that. If you haven't gotten to that, this does happen in the comic book. Tommy Oliver dies. Well, well, a Tommy Oliver, a Tommy Oliver dies. Let's put it that way. (laughs) There you go. And so the comic book I was reading, they were going 
to his funeral talking about him and how much they missed him and all these things. Well, then I wake up the next morning on November 10th. Uh, it's a Sunday and find out that Jason David Frank had passed away on November 9th. So as I was reading mm. the comic book about his funeral, he, the man who portrayed him died in real life, man, that, that hit me hard. I actually didn't pick up a comic book for quite a while after that. Yeah. You know, and I say this, and I don't mean any disrespect to Jason David Frank, because he was an amazing actor. I loved him as Tommy. I'm an mm-hmm. Austin St. John fan myself. Okay. I like Jason. Jason uh-huh. was my favorite character. He's my ranger. He's the one I cosplay as. Yeah. Um, but when I heard, yeah, it just like, it, it, it's surreal. You know, we've lost rangers in the past. We have lost actors that have played rangers. Yes. But when it's one of the ones that you grew up with, one of the, you know, your ranger team, let's say mm-hmm. it that way, because MMPR was my ranger team. It was my introduction to the world. Right. When you lose one of yours, like when we lost um, Trini, I can't think of her real name, but when we lost her, that was a slap in the face, but I was young, so I didn't really get it. Right. And then when losing Jason David Frank, I was like, okay, yeah, this is, this is real. You know, yes. people have lives outside of the character that they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that one, I, I'm not going to lie. I actually did tear up whenever that happened. That's uh, there's only been a few that maybe I have teared up for when it comes to a celebrity. I think him and probably Chester Bennington from Lincoln park was probably my other one that really hit me hard. But yeah, uh, the Jason David Frank, it for me, because he was one, you know, he kept coming back to the series too. And so he was very much, he loved that he was a Power Ranger, you know, in real life. And so that meant a lot to me being able to see like his YouTube videos and things like that of him going to these cons and things and uh, interacting with the fans. Even when he didn't fill up to it, he would still do it. Yeah. I did, however, uh, in January, whenever I went to that con that I was just talking about a minute ago, uh, I got to meet uh, Austin St. John. Oh, nice. That was cool. And uh, uh, I'm oh, actually go going to one the beginning of next month, the weekend of next month, uh-huh. the first weekend. Uh-huh. And Amy Jo Johnson's going to be there and David Yost. So oh, cool. I'm like beyond stoked for those two. I'm going to try to get sound bites out of them for That's cool. Power Rangers Universe 19. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I've met um, uh, Karen Ashley, who plays Aisha, and I've met uh, Austin St. John now. Um, they've been separate years, but they always have somebody from Power Rangers at the one there. So it's it's really cool because then I get to kind of nerd out. But whenever I met him, uh, he had a little speaker there and he was playing like some slow jams or something on the speaker and when we walked up it was me and my friend and everybody was kind of at the panels and stuff so he didn't have it like anybody at his table at the time he was like yeah i'm playing this music for the ladies <laughs> you know i i don't know like austin st john is a good guy mm-hmm. um and i and I, I again i adore his character it, yeah it would be surreal to meet him. That's for sure. Yeah. Because I was supposed to meet him when he was uh, supposed to come to a con here where mm-hmm. I'm at. Mm-hmm. But then uh, that stuff happened with his fraud or whatever it was. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. he canceled. So I was like, well, that sucks. <laughs> I, whatever became of that. Cause I, I mean, I heard it going on for a little while and then like he came out with a statement 
And then I haven't heard anything since then. It turned out it was people that were working for him. Yeah, that were I just think, kind of yeah, using his money, say. weren't they? Yeah, I think, yeah, I was pretty sure it was like people that was working for him. He had like no real idea what was going on. It was his name, you right. know, it was his company, but yeah. he had no real control of what was happening. Yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, it, it kind of sucks when people do that. You see that a lot when it comes to celebrities. People just kind of abuse that money and power that they have just by being able to be in close proximity to them. Yeah, they they just want the, the fame, but not the work. <laughs> right. Well. Yeah. So you also uh, have a podcast about Sailor Moon. You said it's a continuation uh, storyline that you've come up with yourself. Uh, what exactly uh, all goes into creating that? So uh, Sailor Moon E, um, to be a fan of, to, to listen to it, you should have at least either watched Sailor Moon Crystal, which is the newer anime, mm-hmm. or read the manga. Just okay. because it's so much similar to that. Like the okay. only thing I really kept from the '90s anime mm-hmm. was their names, their U.S. names. Oh, okay, okay. Um, everything else was pretty much pulled from the manga. Mm-hmm. So, in the manga, you learn that um, Tuxedo Mask is actually a prince of Earth. You know, he. In, yeah. You learned it in the anime too. They just did it terribly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but. And he actually has his own crystal. You know how Solomon has a silver millennium crystal. He actually mm-hmm. has one that's a golden one. Okay. So what I did is I give him his own powers because technically the tuxedo mask powers aren't like as powerful as the scouts and whatnot. Right. That's why he's such a side character. Right. Um, I've always liked tuxedo mask. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to give him his own powers. And he actually gets his own knights, which were the four generals that were in the first season of Sailor Moon, they were evil. Mm-hmm. You actually learn that they, in the manga, you actually learn that they were good guys okay. to begin with. And it's just that him finding his knights and then it's going to go from there. So mostly Sailor Moon E and the reason it's E is because of Earth. Oh, so okay, it's basically okay. telling the story of Tuxedo Mask's past and, you know, adding it into the present. I got you. The big bad is his uncle um, from, you know, when he was King Endema or Prince Endema. So, Mm. and yeah, I got voice actors for that one. Um, A lot of the voice actors I have are from Zio to Hero. Okay. Um, Ty, Mark, a couple of the others um, are all voice actors for me. Um, My son, my wife, of course, does Sailor Moon because I do Tuxedo Mask. It's only right that she does. Of Sailor course, Moon. of course, yeah. <laughs> um, and she's a huge Sailor Moon fan. That was one of the things that uh, I didn't know about her until we got together. Like uh-huh. um, we were we were dating, and you know, she found out I'm an anime nerd, and she's like, "Oh, maybe you know this uh, anime? I saw like one episode of it once, and it was about this girl and had to do with the moon." I'm like, "Sailor Moon?" I mean, I completely <laughs> freaked out. I I will not lie, I geeked out completely. Yeah, and she's like, "Yeah, yeah, that's it." I'm like, "Okay, I love this woman now." <laughs> this was meant to be. That's funny. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's just and working with voice actors is such an interesting thing because I have some voice actors and I love all my voice actors. Do not get me wrong about the mm-hmm. statement I'm about ready to use. Cause I love all my voice actors, but some will get me their lines like that. Yeah. Done. Yeah. And others they'll push it to the due date. It's like, oh. if you get me the line sooner, I can edit sooner. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
how often do you have to ask them? Can you say that again? Uh, you know, like, is the inflection ever hard to get? This one, it's tricky because uh, some of the names are so weird. Like, um, Darian, in mm-hmm. one of the nicknames, one of the girls uses Dare, mm-hmm. and the way she says it is like, "I dare you," not like, "Okay, Dare." Yeah, <laughs> and. You know, like there's Zoocyte, Malachite, or not Malachite, excuse me, Kunzite, Nephrite, Jedi. Those are all weird names. So if they don't ask me how to say them, I just let them see, pronounce it, see how they do. And yeah. then I'll go back and be like, hey, it's actually said like this. <laughs> um, my buddy uh, who's playing um, Alex Waters, who is, he's in the next episode of Sailor Moon E, um, mm-hmm. our, uh, Act 2. Um, his character Zoocyte, and yeah, he butchered the name. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, dude, it's actually pronounced like this. And he's like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> <laughs> the, so I've had that happen a few times. Listening to other, I, I like to listen to a lot of the uh, fan fiction when it comes to different shows and things like that. And there's one that I I really like. I, I don't know if you've uh, listened to it, but it's the Power Rangers the audio drama. Oh my um, God! Yes, love that. Oh, I do too. The only thing that drives me nuts is the person who plays uh, Trini. The way she says Zordon drives me up a wall. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> she calls him Zordan, and I'm like, no, that's not right. That's not his name. <laughs> but overall, the storyline on that superb. I, I love it because it kind of crosses the TV show with the comic books and everything. And it's yeah. like a perfect meld in more of an, a, a grown-up fashion, I guess you could say. See, that's, that's how I explain it to people when I, when I'm telling people about Power Rangers, the Anodrum, I'm like, it's the original story, mm-hmm. but for adults. Right. Because we have a lot of adult themed things in it, you know, yes. and, you know, alcohol abuse, mm-hmm. you know, relationships, all that stuff. So, yep. yeah, I I absolutely love it. They actually did another one that's a masked rider because uh-huh. in the audio drama, you meet a masked rider. Okay. They have a spinoff that's actually a masked rider series. That's it's really? becoming really good, too. Okay. I'll check so. that one out. I know they also have one that's about X-Men and it's from like the, the series from oh, like when yes, you were kids, you know, love that. Yeah, that uh, one's actually pretty good, too. And I started it. I have not gotten fully into it, but I did start it. That's where I found it. It showed up on my Spotify as like, oh, you might like this. And so I was like, okay, I'll, I'll give it a listen. And I was like, this is great. Well, then the Power Rangers one came up and I was like, hmm. And at first I was a little skeptical, but after listening to it for a while, I was like, this is this is some good stuff. I was the same way too. I was very skeptical of it. I'm like, what are they going to do to it? You know, how are they going to change things? Yeah. And then just listening, I'm like, oh my God, I am in love. <laughs> and then again, I sent it to my wife and she loves it. And she's not a huge, she she's a Power Ranger fan, but not as big as me. Yeah. So she, for her to love it, that, that says something. She has yeah. not missed an episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think, so I've kind of slowed down because, you know, it takes them a while to get new episodes out. Yes. And I have an episode and a half left and I've kind of stopped because I don't want to run out because then, you know, it's like, Oh, what do I do now? So I, uh, I've kind of backed off on listening to that one. It was so funny because uh, when I was listening to him, I, it, same, same thing. I was like, man, these are taking forever to come out. You know, mm-hmm. I don't want to 
get a, I don't want to be waiting so long. Right. I remember thinking to myself, why does it take so long to make an episode? And then I go make a podcast with voice actors. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's why. Yeah. So now I don't, I'm not as upset. I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to take a while because they got to do editing. And from my, from what I understand, because I've listened to some of their behind the scenes stuff, mm-hmm. they're like typical uh, voice actors that are spread across this country. They're not right. all in one said spot. Right. So again, he has to deal with time zones. He has to deal with, you know, locations and mm-hmm. people being able to record. So. Yeah, I mean, it, it makes sense, you know. You you got to deal with all that. I, I've had a few, you know, voice actors on here. I uh, I've had uh, the guy that's uh, the voice of Tanya Ida uh, from My Hero Academia on the show. Uh, oh, nice. J. Michael Tatum, you know. Um, and in fact, I've actually got another one coming up. It's another person in the Ida family that I will be having on in July. So uh, he also played in a Dragon Ball Z show. And so I'm really excited. So yeah, I'm trying to get more of those voice actors onto the show. But the one that I have coming up, I haven't said anything about this. So this is the first time anybody's hearing this, but I just got <laughs> talk with uh, uh, Phil Parsons and he plays Nappa on Dragon Ball Z. And he also plays uh, Tensei Ida on uh, My Hero. So I just reached out to him on Instagram and was like, hey, I'd love to have you on the show. And he was like, yeah, sure. So I got it set up. So everybody's hearing that now on here that in July, at the end of July, <laughs> I'll be having Phil Parsons on the show. So that'll be awesome. I, I'll have to definitely, I mean, to be fair, the last one I listened to was, I think, the the wrestler you had on that you sent me when we first started talking. Um, so was it, that, was it that's August where it's law? Yeah, okay. that's where I started listening. <laughs> okay, he he was he was an interesting cat for sure. He uh, I've had a lot of wrestlers on the show. Um, I've talked to, I've had a wrestler from Canada on the show. I've had a lot from the Oklahoma area because uh, they're uh, that's where I got started. Was not in Oklahoma, but a lot of the wrestlers that were at my very first independent show I went to, they all live in Oklahoma and they wrestle there. And uh, it was with a show called Crown Championship Wrestling. Um, they're not really doing anything anymore. So I've had to find other ways to get wrestling around here, but I've had a lot of different wrestlers, but I'm trying to broaden it. You know, I, I love having them on here, but I love having all kinds of different people on here. I want people to be entertained in all aspects. You know, I want writers, uh, you know, cosplayers, even, you know, I kind of want to talk about that. How did you get into doing cosplay? <laughs> nice segue right there. Yeah. <laughs> That wasn't planned at all. Not at all. Um, funny enough, I tell people this all the time because I get this question a lot. How did you get into cosplay? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm a 41-year-old cosplayer. And let me say this very clearly so people understand. Cosplay is for everyone. Doesn't matter yes. your age, your gender, your size, none of that. Yep. As a cosplayer, you deal with a lot of hate for that. But right. that's here nor there right now. Um, I'm a huge drama kid. I... Mm-hmm was drama all through high school i you know i played various different roles in drama productions so i like to say i've always been a cosplayer i just didn't know what it was called yeah (laughs) and then you know i became a parent and an adult and life happened Um, right and then you know my kids like dad you need to get on tiktok you need to check this out you need to watch this video you need to do this and i got on tiktok and my name wasn't originally cosplay dude 637 it was my real name Mm -hmm. and 
I was doing like little cosplays, like characters that like nobody's ever heard of, like um, Shadow Hunters, Jace Herondale. If you're not a book fan or have seen that poor excuse for a TV show, <laughs> you don't know who that is. Yeah. Um, so I wasn't getting a lot of views and stuff like that. And then I got, I think I, the first one I, well, I had a couple costumes already because I had some Sora from Kingdom Hearts, mm. but I never, you know, really put them on TikTok because mm-hmm. they were like Halloween costumes that i, I got, got. yeah um i think the first big one i did was inuyasha i got a full inuyasha costume and that was oh, like, cool. I think the first big one i really did and then all of a sudden my uh my hits started going up and i'm like okay cool <laughs> and i was a part of another discord about the time i became big um called uh wingles oh shoot what is her discord called because they actually helped build me up for tiktok um it's actually funny. Uh, Wingles, this is not a cult. That's what it's called. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's it's an a good it's an amazing Discord of eclectic people, mainly D and D centered, but okay. there's other types of people in there. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, there. I remember her telling me when I first started actually cosplaying. You know, getting multiple costumes. She was like, "You're going to blow up. You just watch." And I'm like, "Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm I'm 38. I don't." think so and <laughs> lo and behold now my view cam is a lot higher uh yeah you have somewhere around thirty-one thousand followers don't you on tiktok yeah somewhere around there yeah wow. it's actually grown recently since i started doing them with my wife also okay because for the longest time it was just me because i was pestering her like crazy and it it, it took a lot of pestering <laughs> <laughs> a lot of pestering come on let me just do it just finally get her and uh, a lot of them she actually helped make okay um, like my uh kirito from sao from Einkrad, she made that one um my shiki from eden zero she made that one um she helped make asta from uh black bull mm-hmm. so uh she made her lucy from fairy tale she made my natsu from fairy tale so She's been, she's had a hand in the cosplay for quite a while. She just never did it. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> it's nice to have uh, a spouse that is uh, handy to do things yeah. like that. You know, uh, my wife does all of my merch for my podcast. Uh, so I've got t-shirts. I'm actually looking at the first print of my new t-shirt that I'm going to be having coming out here soon. And uh, I, yeah having a wife that's able to help with those things it's a lot of fun and being able to do things like that with them i i I enjoy that so much yeah that's that's why i wanted to bring her into it because you know we have our different likes Mm -hmm. i mean everybody does every couple you know you don't like everything together right um but you know cosplay had become such a huge part of my world i was like i want you to be part of this I, yeah I, I think it would be good for you and you know and the i say i nag her but the thing was it was confidence yeah. she doesn't have the supermodel build i mean neither do i <laughs> um so it was it was who, a lot of who really does though you know yeah and half the supermodels don't even have supermodel builds <laughs> exactly <laughs> so i i fortunately have gotten her into it and she has actually purchased two new cosplays to to match some of my characters so okay be on the lookout for those <laughs> right on right on so i 
you talk a lot about anime and stuff. What would you say is probably your favorite anime? So, my favorite anime all of, of all times, hands down, is going to be Sailor Moon. Okay. Just because that was the first one. Ah, okay. That was the one that I was introduced to. My cousin, Crystal, uh, name drop for you there, Crystal, if you're listening <laughs> to this. <laughs> She's like, uh, dude, you gotta check this out. She knew I liked cartoons, and she knew I was into like you know fighting and stuff like that uh-huh. and so she's like you gotta check this out you gotta check this out and i was like okay fine and first episode of sailor moon came on and i was just like oh i love this <laughs> and then it just spiraled from there yeah you know like sao has become one of my top favorites uh i love sword Art online i love the story that they did with that um mm-hmm. You know, My Hero Academia, you've talked about it. It has become one of my top favorites. I right. I cosplay Deku. Um, okay. So I get a lot of hate for that one, though. Do you? Yes. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Mostly, the, the funny thing with Deku, you know what the, the, the biggest hate complaint is my age. Really? I'm like, seriously, people, oh my it's cosplay. Yeah, it's get not, over it. It's not supposed to be. Yeah, young. Oh my goodness. Um, I actually have uh, a fan fiction on Storytime that we talked about briefly. uh, Mm -hmm. That's My Hero Academia. And it's a future storytelling. Um, Deku, he left. He he followed in All Might's steps and went to America. Okay. Um, So I wrote this a little bit before the manga came out to present day. So I didn't know about everything that happened in Japan. Mm -hmm. Um. He, go, he went to America and he's come back and now he's, you know, he's this hero of peace. He's not the number one hero yet, but he's the hero of peace. Right. Um, and it's about, you know, where his friends were. You know, you meet Bakugo, who's number eight hero. Um, I actually did the weird, the weirdest coupling I ever do because like all my stories, I do coupling. I, I don't mm-hmm. know what it is about it. I just love having couples in my story. Yeah. I actually put together. Okay. You ready for this one? Okay. Tenya Ida and Sue. Uh, uh, okay. I, I don't know why, but I just love those two together. I think they they would make the cutest couple. Okay. Well, of course, I'm also a Deku Achaku fan, so that might have okay. something to do with it because they're yeah, both yeah. their best friends. So. Right. Yeah. Okay. That, that I can see that. I, uh, I when people hear that, they're like, "You did what to who now?" <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, and like, and I have a couple other couples in there that are obvious, like Momo and Todoroki and Danky and uh, Jiro. You okay. Know, those ones all make sense. Uh, yeah. I do Kirishima and Pinky, uh, Mina. Yeah. So those ones huh. all make sense, but like the weirdest one I did was yeah, the Sue and <laughs> Ida thing. Let me tell you something. Trying to find fan art of that to use. Or oh. like referencing is uh-huh. impossible. Uh, well, yeah, because <laughs> nobody's doing it. It. Does, it does not exist. Yeah, because <laughs> a lot of times when I write, that's what I'll do. I'll find like an image or something, and it'll give me like an idea. Because mm-hmm. I, I'm actually pretty sure that's how I came up with the idea for the adult Deku storyline. Is I saw this image of like what his uh, his adult hero costume could look like, mm-hmm. and I was like, ooh. That's a great idea. Let's run with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's become one of my favorites is uh, my hero. Um, I just finished the uh, sixth season 
Um, I finally broke down, got Crunchyroll. Uh, I don't, I know I'm going to get a lot of hate for this and everything, but I don't do uh, subs. I only watch dubs. You're um, among a fellow dub then, my friend, because okay. I'm the same way. Yeah, uh, I just can't do it. I, I've tried. And my son I, is actually a huge fan of My Hero Academia. And he couldn't wait for the new ones to come out in dubs. So he went on Hulu and watched the subs for it and then just badgered me and badgered me. You have to watch the new season. <laughs> You've got to watch it. So finally, I was like, whatever. And I spent the 10 bucks and got Crunchyroll. He's like, oh, now you get it. I've been asking you to get Crunchyroll for months, Dad. But now you're going to get it. So, <laughs> yeah, my, my kids, uh, they they both have wanted that. And, uh, you know, but, you know, now now I'll get it. it it's cool. They got it. Hey, just, just be happy that we got it, right? That's right. <laughs> Might be a little late, but we got there. Exactly. <laughs> so I just finished season six and uh, I, man, I really, I'm enjoying the story on this. It hasn't, it hasn't gotten, gotten stale to me at all. Okay. You know? Let me ask you this. Cause it, it, this is something that just grates my teeth. What okay. do you call the arc with Deku in it? The, the last arc he did. Cause if the you last... call it the vigilante arc, I will scream. What do you call it? It's he's not a vigilante. Well, right, he's not because I mean, there's no he's real still law working going on. Well, he's still working with heroes, right? Yeah, he's still working with um, Endeavor with yes. Hawk and Best Genius. Yes, oh, and All Might, and All Might. Yeah. yeah, so he's not a vigilante. A vigilante works outside the law. He's working just, with the law, right? I just call it the Dark Deku. That's what know, I was about it, to say. Is you know, it's kind of his dark time. You know, yeah. Um, I love that though, that whole thing and just his character change, you know? And then I was talking to my son about this and I was like, seeing the difference from Deku from season one, you know, oh, to, to now. Cry baby, you know, he was have fountains of tears coming out of his eyes to the, you know, it took everybody to even get a tear out of him because he yeah. has, uh, matured so much since season one it's almost a completely different character and i have to retract something that i had said previously whenever i had j michael tatum on the show i may have alluded to the fact that i agreed with sir nidai when it came to <laughs> who should have gotten um the power. Court. yeah and until i watched this most recent season that's what I thought, but now it makes sense. And I'm like, okay, yeah. See, I don't want I, something to happen. I get you to there. Him. Yeah. I get you there. Cause it's like, okay, it's, it's just another power, but mm -hmm. you learn in this recent season, why it's so important that a quirkless person had it. Right. Right. Um, Cause I don't want to give anything away. I don't want to too many spoilers to your listeners, but mm -hmm. yeah, you learn some very huge information on why it had to be him. Yes. Um, you know, you talked about how you liked his character development. I love, I agree with you there. I love how his character went from this shy, meek crybaby yes. to this, I'm going to do it all on my own. But mm -hmm. the underlining plot of his character is still the same. He mm -hmm. wants to help people. Right. He's going about it differently than he originally thought he would, but he still wants to help people. Yep. Um. Oh yeah, and the Bakugo thing in that season that mm -hmm. floored me when that happened. I was like, 
Yeah, there was a couple times in that season where I was he he surprised me, you know. Well, see, I had read the manga ahead, mm-hmm. so I was actually ahead of season six. Okay. Um, so when I read it, I, I literally dropped my tablet. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> did that just happen? Yeah, yeah. Well, and I mean, something I, I, I was thinking about this. So episode one, whenever Bakugo was trapped by um, the villain, mm-hmm. his feet, um, Deku's feet, he just started moving and he yep. couldn't stop himself. Then in this last season, same thing happens, but with Bakugo for Deku. Yep. I was going to say Bakugo does it during the fight with, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, it, it, it it's it's crazy because it, they've come so far and I just love it, but we're not going to do any spoil, any more spoilers on it. And anybody who's already angry for the things that we've talked about <laughs> on here, I'm sorry. It's been out for, you know, at least a few weeks, maybe a month or so. I don't know how long that had been out. I got to watch all of them just maybe a few weeks ago. It's been out for a while. So has it been out for a while? Caught, yeah. If you haven't caught up by now, <laughs> then yeah. Sorry. Not sorry. <laughs> Hey there, podcast listener. You enjoying what you're listening to? Well then, do I got a special treat for you. Storytime with CosplayDude637. That's me. I'm your host. And I like to tell you stories. Stories that I personally enjoy. So, buckle up, get comfortable, because we're going on a wild ride. <laughs> right, exactly. It's like, sorry, not sorry. But so, yeah, no, I... I, I, I that's one of my favorites mm. uh but my all-time favorite will always be uh full metal alchemist brotherhood oh check please <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna you, you're here's the thing and i'm gonna get uh you're gonna lose a whole bunch of listeners at this point right now there are three animes i cannot stand okay naruto uh-huh one piece uh-huh and full metal alchemist oh man <laughs> three man. i cannot stand them at all i've tried to watch them yeah. Do not get me wrong. I've sat down. I've tried to watch them. Cannot. So did you do Full Metal Alchemist or Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood? I I believe Full Metal Alchemist. I never tried Brotherhood because it was Full okay. Metal Alchemist, so I didn't. What was your problem with it? I mean, like, what what were your uh, your things that you didn't like about it? I, you know, I, I don't have one set reason. I okay. just, it was just like something about it I could not watch. I okay. mean, if Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood is different, I might mm-hmm. give it a try. Uh, I, I've actually been wanting to see like the live action movie they did. Yeah. But I've learned from watching the live action movie of Death Note not to really yeah. have your hopes high. Don't, don't, yeah, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I'm a fan of Bleach. Don't get me wrong. I like Bleach, but the live action Bleach movie that they made, oh, that hurt to watch. Netflix needs to stop trying to make live action anime movies. They just need to quit. Amen. Uh, just, yeah. No, <laughs> stop <laughs> ruining our shows because exactly cause you're, you're not like like the live action movie of Death Note I'm talking about was made in Japan. Yes, yes, that I saw that one Japan. too, a uh, long time ago. And it the first half was good, the second half the story went wonky. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, like the Netflix adaptation of Death Note that they did, uh, mm-hmm. I didn't even finish the first episode. No, no, it was uh, it was terrible. Yeah, I was like, no, this is this is not okay. Because <laughs> I cosplay light. I, yeah. I have a Death Note somewhere around here. 
I uh-huh. may write names in it every once in a while. I'm oh, oh, what? <laughs> oh wait. <laughs> You did give me your full name, by the way, right? Oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> it was an alias. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, the, Netflix just needs to stop with the live action thing. I know yeah. what they're trying to do, but it, yeah. it's not working for you. Move on. <laughs> so I've heard that, actually, you know, they're planning on doing a live action of One Piece. I know you don't like One Piece. I yeah, haven't watched One Piece, really. Um, it's just too overwhelming for me. There's too much to try to get into now. Yeah, um, see, I'm. I I think that's my biggest issue with one One Piece at this point. Yeah, it's like you know when it first was starting to become big. I think I watched like the first episode, but I couldn't finish it. Right. And then now it's like I'd be so lost. Right. I'm one of those people. I like to give things a chance. Um, that's kind of like Black Clover. There was a lot of people who hated on it when it first oh, came I out. I love Black Clover, and I, I love, love it. it now. It's it's yes. up there with one of my favorites as well. And I recently, um, I recently made his Demon Blade and oh. uh, his uh, Grimoire for okay. my cosplay. I recently okay. made those, so yeah, they're hanging on my wall, my weapons wall. <laughs> That's really cool. How many weapons do you have on your weapon wall? Weapon wall. Try to say that. Oh, fast. dear lord! I have Tetsaiga. Mm-hmm. I have the power sword that I made from Power Rangers, the um, Red Ranger power sword. I actually made it. Uh-huh. Um, both Kirito's, so four swords for Kirito, uh-huh. um, Elucidator, Dark Repulsor, which were his main two. And then I have uh, the one I call Dragon Fang and Excalibur. Oh, cool. Uh, I have my Joker from Persona 5. I have his blade in his gun mm-hmm. um the sword from black clover dear lord <laughs> um i have my uh wing ding for nightwing because i'm a huge oh. nightwing fan okay um i have my two key blades mm-hmm. i have my he-man sword because i just cool. made that one yeah which i do want to talk about that so uh I, there's a lot let's just put it that yeah. way <laughs> i have to like go look at the wall to count because it's in the studio <laughs> i'll be right back let me go count all these because <laughs> it's actually grown recently because like i said i just made the he-man one i just mm-hmm. made um what was the other one i made recently uh oh asana sword from uh sao2 okay i made that one for my wife so okay I have a 3D printer, so I, I, I dabble with 3D printing. <laughs> but a lot of my weapons are made out of like wood and random material. <laughs> okay, yeah, like uh, just like found stuff. Well, like uh, the um, dragon, the demon, the dragon sword, <laughs> <laughs> the uh, demon uh, blade from Black Clover. It's made out of like plywood and just regular old wood that I okay. cut and shaped uh, the He-Man sword. It's made out of paneling of wood. That's coming off an old shed that we have here at my house. Oh, so yeah, just materials I find and I can use. I'll make weapons out of them if yeah. I can. I, I love watching the videos of people making their, uh, their cosplays. That's my yes. favorite thing is the, yes, especially when they're doing like a full thing of armor or something like that and seeing mm-hmm. mold, like the foam and things like that into looking like these things. And you never expect 
you're like, oh, it's not going to look real. But by the time they're done, you're like, wait, that that's really real looking. So it, it, it it's really cool. The funny thing you, you talk about, you know, making the, the stuff. The funny thing is a lot of people don't do it because they're afraid it's going to cost too much. Mm-hmm. And it's actually not that bad. Right. Like 90% of my cosplays are made with just material I had. Okay. Stuff I had. Mm-hmm. And I just altered it. You know, yes, I bought a couple of them. I own my Ranger suit, Inuyasha, um, my Kingdom Hearts stuff. But a lot of them I, you know, we just made. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was thinking the other day. Uh, Yep, yep, there went that train of thought, just gone. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, welcome to my brain. Welcome to dad life, where you just, yeah, yeah, you're just going through life and things just leave your brain. I kid you not, yesterday, I I work in the medical profession. I walked out of my med room yesterday Mm -hmm. with, like, I was marching. I had a tent purpose. I get to the dining room and forgot what I was doing. (laughs) <laughs> I'm just like completely. Why did I walk in here? Yeah, that that's a dad for you. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so you brought something up just a second ago, and I mentioned it at the beginning. You have a um, a new story coming out, and I love it. Uh, I actually I got to listen to episode one of it, and it's about He Man, but it's a kind of a new take on it. It's if He Man were around in today's times, uh, and it's yes. like a. a, a almost across universes and things like that. Yeah. So in the original He-Man cartoon, um, the planet He-Man was from was actually a planet. It wasn't a a different dimension or anything. In my version, it's an alternate dimension. Right. Um, Because I, I didn't want the planet thing. I wanted to be able to separate the two worlds. Yes. So yeah, like I said, it's a modern day telling of He-Man. I'm basically taking the He-Man story, which was my cartoon. Like He-Man, Voltron, and Transformers. Those were my cartoons back in the day. Um, and ironically enough, all three are going to end up on this channel you're talking about right now. <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, I just was like, okay, what what would happen if He-Man, you know, happened in the modern day? Mm-hmm. You know, what would it look like? Right. And the, the biggest challenge that I faced was, well, he can't walk around with a giant sword. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. it just... It, it couldn't happen in this right. day and age. Right. Unless he was a cosplayer. <laughs> <laughs> but not but every way, day at high school. Yeah, but know? the way I portray it. Yeah, exactly. He's a, he's 18, you know, because that's yeah. when the He-Man lore starts. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, well, what could I do, you know, to, to change that fact? And I pulled from my Sailor Moon story where, you know, the hero gets a necklace. And I was like, well what if his sword was a necklace and it mm-hmm. just transformed into a sword when he needs it? Right. So that's, and it just kind of birthed from there. Um, the main characters are going to be He-Man, of course, Adam, mm-hmm. Tila, and then Xander. So if you listen to any of my stuff, you'll, you'll, you'll hear four names pop up a lot. Mikhail, Xander, Ruthie, and Angelique. Okay. Um, those are all four of my kids. Okay. So a lot of my writing I did was for my kids. Um, like Power Rangers Universe 19, there's a, a Power Ranger team on there called Cyberforce. Mm-hmm. It's literally the one I wrote for my kids. That's cool. Um, I turned them into Power Rangers. Yeah. Well, my 21 year old and my 18 year old don't think it's much cool right now, but <laughs> back then they did. <laughs> 
but so yeah, so Xander, Tila, and Adam are going to be your main characters. Okay. And they're going to have to juggle jumping between the two realities. Yeah. Talking about He-Man, there's a series that came out that um, Kevin Smith did. Um, and it's a continuation of the He-Man story after He-Man, the show. Uh, Revelation. Yes, the Masters of the Universe Revelations. Did you watch yes. that? Yes, I did. That... I actually liked it. I, I did too. I was very skeptical at first. Mm-hmm. But because there's been like three, no, two other adaptations of He-Man mm-hmm. in the last in the last 2000s. Yeah. Because we had the 2010 adaptation of He-Man, which mm-hmm. I actually thought it was done well. Um, and then we have this kid like version of He-Man that's on Netflix. Yeah. It's not a terrible story because I'm gonna use actually elements from it for uh-huh. my story, but yeah. it's not like traditional He-Man. The characters are different. Okay. We'll just put it that way. But yeah, Revelation, oh, I was all for it when it came out. I Mark Hamill's in it. And uh-huh. I was, Sarah Michelle I, yeah. Geller. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm I'm a huge, huge everybody knows this. I'm a huge Buffy fan. Oh, we uh, are brothers. We are brothers. Because <laughs> that is that is my Sarah Michelle Geller show. I love Buffy. Oh man. Yeah. Um, my original story that's on Storytime called The Chosen One. Uh-huh. It's based off of Buffy. It's like Ch- oh. It's not in the world of Buffy, but uh-huh. it's, it's based off of Buffy. Okay, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to look that up. I got chills when you said that. I, I love Buffy and Angel. Both were such great shows. And uh, okay, I, I I liked Angel. Don't uh-huh. get me wrong, uh-huh. but I'm a Spike fan. You're a Spike fan. Okay, I'm a Spike fan. I love Spike. Did you like Spike in season five of of Angel? Angel, yes, yeah. I love seeing him. Yeah, that I. Their interaction is some of the greatest stuff that I've seen uh, between uh, Spike and Angel. Because, you know, (laughs) here's my argument for why. Here's my argument for why Spike is better. Okay. Now, you're an Angel fan. That's fine. I'm not going to try to convert you, but this is my argument. All right. Angel was forced to have a soul. Yes. Spike was not. Correct. Spike went and got his soul. So there's my argument. (laughs) I I get it. You know, I I totally uh, understand. Uh, it's funny because right behind me right now, I have a, uh, they're together forever. I have a, a Buffy um, action figure and right beside it is an angel action figure. Nice. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I found them for pretty cheap at the local comic book shop here. So I, I had to do it as soon as I saw them. As soon as my wife saw them in my hands, she knew that it was happening, <laughs> you know, <laughs> She went to go to a clothing store next door and I snuck off and went to the comic book shop. And when she found me, she was like, oh, those are going home. with this you, leave a, yeah. you leave a husband unattended. This is what happens. <laughs> exactly. I don't want to go to a clothing store when there are comic books next door and all kinds of cool toys that I can look at. Exactly. My wife knows me so well because like anytime we go to like a new Walmart, mm-hmm. she knows where to look. Yeah. There's only one section to go to first. Yeah. Toys. <laughs> <laughs> if you're looking for Will, go to toys. And if he's not in toys, go to electronics. Well, uh, yeah, that that's me. I mean, uh, uh, toys, especially right now with the uh, lightning collection that they have going on. Yeah. I, I, I've actually recently, thanks to the guys from Zero to Hero, started getting into the collecting that. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's fun. Yeah, it's all thanks to them because they're showing them off and stuff. I'm like, oh, I want. I want that. Yeah, I, I want the helmets. They're so expensive. <laughs> they are. It's like ridiculous. Yeah, but I, I've started doing that. I've also, I, I do Funkos. I've got, mm-hmm. uh, I, I got, got a, a yeah, I've got a Jason David Frank as the Green Ranger Funko with his helmet nice. off and you know i've got i think i i got that one for my son for christmas if it's the one i'm thinking of okay because he doesn't like have his helmet at all he just right yeah he, no he, he just has it helmet all. yeah that's yeah. the one i got for my son because he's a huge jason david frank frank fan okay he loves tommy so. yeah so my wife actually got me that one for uh my birthday this last year so it uh she knows i'm a big green ranger fan and in fact whenever he passed she made me a sweater and it has the green ranger helmet with uh the dagger on there nice yeah i have and, like the only signed uh memorabilia i have at all is of jason david frank a friend of mine gave it to me because he heard i have such power in japan oh really <laughs> yeah so <laughs> i'm hoping to add to that collection when i go to the con in yeah a couple of weeks <laughs> yeah. get you uh, uh david Austin, maybe some amy joe johnson stuff yeah yeah, yeah, that's, that's my hope. <laughs> yeah, are you, you're not gonna like puddle there in front of her because I mean that was like one of my first crushes was I, uh, you know, Kimberly. <laughs> I can't say yes or no. <laughs> I plead the Fifth Amendment. Okay, <laughs> just kind of hold it together, you know, hold it together, man. You can do this. <laughs> well, I plan on going because it's a two day event. I plan mm-hmm. on going one day as the Red Ranger. So okay, that should be <laughs> that should be yeah. interesting. Yeah. I, uh, man. So, um, I'm, I'm losing my train of thought now, you know? <laughs> <laughs> this I actually, is what happens when you put two geek dads together. It, it just, it, it spirals. It that, does. It, this is like an episode of Zero to Hero. I kid you not. This is like an episode of Zero to Hero where it just spirals. <laughs> I mean, we've been all over the board, you know, at it. Most of the time I have a notebook with me. And I am, I have a, a list of things I want to ask and I'll write things down and I'll check mark them off as I'm going. But this one is a fly by the seat of your pants kind of episode. You know, we're just talking. This episode, this just, episode happened because you needed somebody and I was there. Exactly. <laughs> I went on, on to our group and I was like, person that was supposed to record with me, um, isn't going to be able to make it and i have nobody so <laughs> you know and then and, you had like three people step up <laughs> yes like, and Hello. man i appreciate you guys so much that was that was really cool you know um podcasting is kind of a uh it's a brotherhood almost whenever whenever you meet other podcasters you know um I, i'm starting to feel that especially with the group that we have yeah uh zeo to hero that group is amazing jim and billy the bulk and skull of podcasting those two are they're so much fun to be around they are infectious let me tell you oh, i've I... been um a partner with them for a while now because mm-hmm. um i'm one of their partners one of their uh i can't remember what they call them but it i'm partnered with them okay there's a, a small group of us that are like the leaders mm-hmm. um and uh they have helped me grow so much. Yeah. Um, Jim, especially, has just taught me so much about podcasting. I would not be anywhere near where mm-hmm. I am if it wasn't for him. Right. You know, Ben, the Baker Ranger on there, he's made every one of my logos. So, oh, really? You know, yeah. 
they're all just such amazing and talented people. Right. Um, losing our friend Sam though recently, that one, that one hurt. I, I guess that happened before I actually joined the group. Yeah. Um, we had another partner. Her, her name was uh, Fire Lord Sam. She would tell you how it was and she didn't care if you liked it or not. <laughs> <laughs> she was she was an amazing person, though, and a huge Power Ranger fan, a huge collector. Uh, yeah. And, you know, I, I'm not trying to bring the tone of your podcast down, but it. Oh, you're fine. You know, it was it was hard. Yeah. But as a group, you know, we still stuck together and we still. Right. You know, we we made it through it. Um, actually, uh, one of my Power Ranger stories, funny enough, uh, called Sky Force is actually every one of the leaders. Mm. Um, they're well, not every one of the leaders, but a good chunk of the leaders are the Sky Force. Mm-hmm. My common Rider Wizard and my common Rider Drive are the other two. OK. So huh. I, I actually made, you know, a team dedicated to them. Yeah. You know, and then uh it's actually funny because you said somebody brought you to Zeodi Hero. Mm-hmm. I was the same way. My friend Mark, the Red Cornish Ranger. Um, That's who brought I me. I was gonna. I was gonna ask you that when you brought it uh, the first time. I was like, "Was it Mark? Mark yeah. is like the recruiting king over here." <laughs> uh, he. Um, I knew him on a different Discord, uh, another Power Ranger Discord, and uh-huh. I was talking about making story time. And he's like, oh, I got these guys that could help you and brought me over to Zero to Hero. Um, and yeah, I'm no longer part of that other Discord because it kind of went drama crazy. Mm-hmm. But Zero to Hero just helped me so much. And I've been here ever since. And now, you know, I have, like we said, we, I have four shows. I'm yeah. part of a studio, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's it's just insane. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, you know, that's with me. Uh, he found me on Facebook. Um, I'm a part of the Avenue podcast network and he's been, uh, I think he joined the Facebook group on there and, um, he started, he messaged me about something, uh, or maybe he posted something online and I messaged him about it or commented on it. And we ended up talking and then he was like, you should think about joining these guys and stuff. And then he said, he said, it's Zio to hero. I said, Zio as in power Rangers. And he was like, yes. And he was like, you'll fit right in. <laughs> and you have so far. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it's a place for chaos. So if you oh, yeah. want to join a Power Ranger Chaos Discord, Zeo to Hero is the place for you. <laughs> yeah. that, and you get to make fun of each other, too. And, you know, how you spell. Oh, gosh, yes. We do so much. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> That is a constant joke of my spelling. We, uh, Ty and uh, Ty and Mark actually and I have an ongoing joke now because uh, I said one day I, I meant to type one brain three mm-hmm. dudes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I typed one Brian three dudes. So now the joke is that we don't have brains; we have Brian's. That's great. <laughs> like every sentence that we involve our brains, we don't say brains anymore. Oh man! <laughs> yep, that happened. <laughs> but that's the nice thing too is like yes they're teasing me about my spelling but it's not it, it's like not hurtful. what i went yeah it's not like what i went through in high school and yeah. you know yeah it, it's it's fun banter right because they know if i said you know okay guys that's enough they'd back off right um so yeah it for your listeners that are like well he's getting picked on no no <laughs> i'm not getting picked on we're just having a lot of fun yeah <laughs> 
Well, and the thing is, is it's uh, it's a group that's found each other. I'm pretty sure a lot of us had that same thing, you know, that we're picked on or bullied in school. You know, we've been able to find each other, find things that we enjoy together and develop a relationship based off of that. And that's the one thing I do love about being having my show and you know, being able to talk to all these different people and things like that is I find people that I have things in common with. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, for me, the podcast thing was what took me so long doing it was would anybody listen to my stories? Yeah. You know, are my stories good enough? Mm -hmm. You know, and I'm sure you feel that way with your episodes. Like it was my episode good enough. Will it make reach anybody? At least when you first started, you probably felt that way. I still feel Um, it every time I make an episode. (laughs) Right. It's like, is anybody really going to listen to this? And every time I, every time I record a story or something, I I, am the same way. And then, you know, I'll look at the results and I'm like, wow, people actually like my stuff. Yeah, (laughs) It's like crazy to think about. Yeah. Which one of the Power Rangers have you listened to? So uh, what I did is I started with the most recent one that was on there. Um, I'm having a hard time remembering what the name of it is. Hold on just a second. I can tell you. Cyberforce, maybe? Ye- yes, I think so. I'm trying to remember if it was Power Rangers Cyberforce. Was the most, I believe Power Rangers Cyberforce was the most recent one. Because then you would have common writers after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see here. The only reason I ask is because um, it Ultra is Cyber Force. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's the one I wrote for my kids, so okay. that's a good one. Yeah. But the only reason I ask is because Ultra Rangers mm-hmm. actually is about the OG team. Okay. Okay. It's oh. it's the original six plus two others with mm-hmm. new powers. Okay. And they're like more powerful powers. That's why they're no longer Power Rangers. They're Ultra Rangers. Okay. That's the only reason I ask. Is is and J- and Tommy is in it. So, huh? I, yeah, the reason I'll, I asked you about it because I was like, "Oh, he he's an OG fan." Oh yeah, definitely. I'll, I'll have to check. You so you said that's the Ultra one. Yeah, Ultra Rangers. Ultra Rangers. So somebody came up with something that I saw online not too long ago because I'm a member of so many Power Rangers groups online. It's not even funny. Um, <laughs> and they had come up with a video game that's kind of an open world concept, almost uh, along the lines of like a Fallout. And what it is, is that the the Rangers had been destroyed and uh, you find a power coin. and But they changed it up a little bit to where um, as you're going along, you can find different parts of different Power Rangers, like of their powers, and add it to yours and customize your Ranger suit to be different parts of different Rangers until you're able to defeat the the bad guy in this story and stuff and you meet other people and do side quests and things like that and it's like an open world concept of power rangers and man i would totally play that game i would play the heck out of that i I, i'm not sure if it's the same one but i heard something similar on tiktok okay open world concept and yeah i would play the heck out of it that would be so cool like the power ranger games that we do have most of them are combat based Mm -hmm. i mean there's a couple that i know of that follow a story yeah but for the most part, it's like Mortal Kombat and stuff like that. It's like, right. no, I, I want a story. <laughs> yeah. I, I think the most recent one that I've played is a it's a mobile game. And I think uh, 
it's where you get different rangers and uh you can make a team out of the different rangers legendary wars legendary battles something like yeah, that. yeah 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 that's the one and yeah. that's that's the only one that i've really played I, it was a lot of fun and i actually put some money into it when i first started playing it <laughs> you know because i was like oh i want the silver space ranger you i know? want this one <laughs> exactly so i know you said that you started out with uh, mighty morphin power rangers yeah. Is that probably your all-time favorite, or do you have one that you like more than that? I would say that's my all-time favorite. The original six, though. Okay. Um, there is a certain character that becomes a Red Ranger in Mighty Morphin that I cannot stand, and Jim loves to taunt me with it. Does <laughs> <laughs> his name start with an R? Yeah, it does, actually. <laughs> but in... In my defense now, I'm not that hard on Rocky thanks to the comics. Yeah. Because in the comics, Jason, Zach, and Trini, they don't actually go off to a peace conference. They go off and become different types of rangers. Right. So I'm like, okay, so they're still rangers. I'm good with it now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm still not a Rocky fan. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> So I, I wonder, is that what they were alluding to in the uh, 30th anniversary episode that we got uh, like a month ago? Is that they are rangers on another planet or are they just doing planetary travel? Oh, they were just doing like planetary travel because um, in Once and Always, the red, green, pink, right? Red, green, pink. Yeah. That got captured was uh-huh. supposed to be Jason, uh, Kim, and... Tommy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah, but they're alluding to the fact that there's planetary travel, there's dimensional travel. Yeah. And, and I was very glad that they went with uh with Jason whenever they did Forever Red. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Forever Red's probably one of my favorite comeback episodes that they've ever had. Yeah, I I, I truly the only thing that <laughs> got me on Forever Red was the villains were Beetleborg characters? <laughs> <laughs> they were. <laughs> I was like, I was sitting there watching it. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> Beetleborg characters are now with the Machine Empire. <laughs> when, when did they go? When did they go evil? <laughs> Hold on a second. Oh, gosh. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I could probably sit here and talk all night about all of this, <laughs> but uh, we're about to come up on a close here and everything. And uh, I wanted to give you a chance to uh, let everybody know where they can find your podcasts and uh, where they can maybe follow you online if they want to do that to keep up with what you're doing. Yeah. Okay. Um, follow me on like Instagram, TikTok. Um, it's cosplay dude six three seven. If you search that name, if you search that hashtag, I guarantee I'll pop up. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, my podcasts are on Spotify, Apple, I think Google, which is kind of weird, but, <laughs> um, and then of course, uh, nostalgia time is on YouTube. Okay. So, yeah, well, man, I've had a great time talking to you and I'm definitely going to have to bring you back on. Maybe, uh, we'll have something a little bit more structured next time. I don't know. <laughs> or maybe we'll just do this again. I mean, this was a lot of fun. So I hope that everyone's in enjoying this and uh, man, you have a great night. You too, brother. 
It took me 10 years to make the perfect man cave. And then we took it over. And we made it into the multiversal chamber. Then I started my own podcast. And we took that over too. And we're the co-hosts, the Multiverse Kids. Yeah, and I'm the dad, the geeky dad. And every week, we what? We review the movies, shows, and books. Games and toys. Yeah, and sometimes we even have a special guest. So, join us every week on the Geeky Dad Podcast. The blessing of the city of Brantford and Brantford Apparel, Brantford Wrestling presents Drop Kicks for Devon. Brantford's biggest wrestling fan, Devon Ryan, suffered an accident in January of this year. The communities of Brantford and of pro wrestling are coming together to support Devon through this time. June 10th, at the Boys and Girls Club of Brantford, Two Edge Street, Drop Kicks for Devon promises to be one of Brantford's most exciting nights of wrestling action of all time. Stars from around the world set to appear from PEI, Bradford Montague, from Kurdistan, the Monster Carew, and as recently seen on AEW and WWE television, KC Spinelli will be in action. Then, in the main event, as Devin was Pretty Ricky Wildey's biggest supporter, Pretty Ricky will be defending his Brantford Heavyweight Championship against John Greed inside of a steel cage. All proceeds go directly to Devin's recovery. Follow Brantford Wrestling at BTFD Wrestling for all updates. Fans, you do not want to miss this night of action, and you must be in the venue to witness this spectacle. All right, everybody. I hope that you enjoyed that episode with the cosplayer dude six three seven. Um, he's a really cool guy, and uh, go follow his stuff online. He's got some pretty cool videos out there, some of the cosplays that he does, and go listen to his um, different podcasts that he has as well. He's got some really cool stories and content out there. It's an abundance, and uh, you should really go out there and check it out. Great stuff. So uh, I have some really really cool guests that are coming up as you heard in this one into july i'm going to have another person in the uh Ida family from my hero academia on my show and i'm very excited that i'm going to be having him on but uh if you want to keep up to date with everybody that will be on the show make sure that you follow me on social media you can do so on facebook or on instagram or on twitter i'm also on snapchat and tiktok as well so uh, make sure that you follow me on all those places. You can find me. Just look up if you give a dad a podcast. You can even look me up on Google. I'm on there as well. And uh, I'm like the first 10 or 15 results on there. So go and look me up and uh, follow me on all of that. If you'd like to send me an email, uh, you can do so by sending it to giveadatapodcast at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you guys. I uh, It always makes my day whenever I do hear from you. Uh, I recently had somebody reach out and tell me that they'd like me to do a watch-along um, with uh, Royal Rumble 1992. So uh, if you guys would like to hear that or listen to that or watch it, then uh, you know, send me a line. Tell me, hey, I would love to see that. I put a post out there a while back ago about it, and uh, I'm still looking to see if there's some people who are interested in being a part of that. Maybe I can have some of you on there with me as well, and we can do a watch-along together. Just let me know. Send me an email or send me a message on social media and uh, let me know. 
As you're listening to this, make sure that you go and rate and review this episode. That way people can find me more easily. The more people rate and review it, the more likely it is that I will be recommended to people. Um, I did realize that I now have enough um, ratings on Spotify that it actually shows up. And for those of you who have given me ratings on there, I do thank you. I appreciate it. And uh, just continue to uh, spread the word about if you give a data podcast. And uh, let's just keep this going. I do have shirts out now. Um, I will be posting pictures of it this coming week. Um, as this is coming out, you actually might have already seen a picture of it. I'm going to try to get them out by this weekend. So shirts look awesome. I am over the moon excited with the way that they came out. Um, I will have coffee mugs and I have my stickers as well. And I think my wife said something about maybe getting some uh, refrigerator magnets of some kind here soon. So I'm going to have all kinds of cool stuff that you can get for your iGadap merch. Just uh, you can either order it from me or you can order it from my wife. And that's uh, Cups and Teas by Stacia. I will have links to both in my show notes, my link tree and her link tree as well. So make sure that you go and look that stuff up. Um, I want to give a shout out to both of my podcast networks, the OIW Podcast Network and the Avenue Podcast Network. Both great places, lots of great guests, lots of great shows that you can listen to on there. I've done advertisements for people on both of them. Uh, You saw the Peculiar Turnip, I believe, in my last episode. I really liked that one. I actually did a review on that show recently because it's a lot of fun. They're just little weird stories, and uh, I, I can't wait to hear more of it. So go out there, listen to that. Make sure that you look up uh, the Zio to Hero people as well. They've got some really cool shows. I really enjoy listening to them. It's kind of a talk-style, interview-style show as well, and they talk about toys even on there. So if you want to listen to that, go out there, listen to that. they got great stuff. And lastly, I want to give a shout-out to D-Cure for making my ending theme song music. Thank you, man. You are awesome, and I really appreciate the music that you've created for me. If you like what you hear, go to my show notes. You can find a link to his website on there. You can find him on Spotify or any of the other music streaming sites. Uh, He's got some great stuff, so go and follow him as well. I love you guys. I hope that you have a wonderful week, and I will see you next time. Bye. is part of the OIW Podcasting Network.